Gamar Joba Mission Street. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from Thursday, the 8th of July. She'll be around 10 minutes of the big stuff going on in Sockart Bella. This week, we begin our show with updates on Belisi Pride. Belisi Pride March, originally scheduled for the 5th of July, was canceled due to security risks caused by counter-rallying of right-wing violent groups assisted by the ruling Otsneba government. On Monday, the 5th of July, the individuals protesting the Tbilisi Pride March gathered in front of Parliament building for a counter-rally. Later during the day, they demolished the tents and vandalized buildings by throwing eggs and bottles, by breaking windows and equipment. Violent groups stormed the offices of Tbilisi Pride. During the clash, a total of 53 journalists and media outlet representatives were attacked and injured by the right-wing activists. Georgian President Somewhat hypocritically, Salome Zurabashvili visited those injured in the hospital and expressed her solidarity with media representatives and condemned the violence, describing the situation as unacceptable and against the country's values. In their statement about the cancellation of the events, Tbilisi Pride organizers said that the government, quote, not only did not ensure the safety of the queer community and their supporters, but actively interfered with the right of assembly, end quote. Embassies and international organizations in Georgia have published a joint statement condemning violent attacks as well as the failure of the government leaders and religious officials to condemn this violence. During the week, tens of individuals have been detained for attempting to disrupt the Tbilisi Pride events, but most of them were quickly released. There are credible reports that the authorities encouraged and assisted the mob. On Tuesday, the 6th of July, silent demonstrations were held outside of Parliament of Georgia, the building, to protest the violent events on the 5th of July. Violent right-wing groups took over the demonstration space and burned the EU and LGBT flags after hours of tensions and attacks on police and silent protesters. A hundred activists of violent groups have been detained. After the recent events took place, Jam News published an interesting article entitled The History of Georgia's LGBTQ Community uh, Struggle for Equal Rights and Non-Discrimination. The article analyzes what has been achieved in the fight in recent years. From its very beginning, the March of Solidarity was a daring plan, given that a large part of the population is hostile towards LGBTQ people, including government representatives and the Orthodox Church. When did the fight start? The International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia in Georgia was first celebrated in 2011, where 50 people showed up in a quiet setting. A low point in this history was on the 17th of May, 2013. Activists planned to hold a rally in front of the International Day Against Homophobia and Transphobia in front of Parliament building. However, a group of people were attacked by tens of thousands of homophobes that seemed extremely well organized, and many came from outside of Tbilisi. Police managed to evacuate the LGBT plus activists on buses while crowds continued to throw stones at the vehicles. And now, fast forward eight years, while more people are willing to fight for the rights of LGBT plus community and show up for the rally, far right groups continue to suppress and attack them with the assistance of the Otsneva government. And the only way for the police to ensure the safety of the rally participants is to arrest the attackers for a day or two, which, as history shows, has not been effective so far. Want to know more about the history of LGBT plus community in Georgia and its fight for rights? We have linked the article in the notes. On Wednesday, the 7th of July, media outlet, the Georgian Chamber of Journalistic Ethics, rallied in front of the government administration demanding a safe media environment. As we already mentioned, 53 media representatives were hurt during the anti-Tbilisi pride rally. Media representatives request the abusers be detained. 
On the following day, Georgian Interior Ministry reported the detention of eight more individuals, including five arrested for violence against media and three for Tbilisi Pride office damage. Now to COVID-19 news. Georgia continues to have a daily average of 1,300 new coronavirus cases. The majority of the confirmed cases are in Tbilisi, with about 900 there. On Saturday, the 3rd of July, citizens were unable to register on the official vaccine registration page due to cyber attack. The page was restored on Sunday, the 4th of July. For those who still need to register, you can do so at booking.moh.gov.ge. Fully vaccinated Georgian citizens are able to travel to the Netherlands without providing a negative PCR test result. Some good news for those still waiting to register for a second AstraZeneca shot. Georgia has received 5,000 doses of the vaccine gifted by Austria. The vaccines landed in Tbilisi on Monday the 5th. Now the economy. On Tuesday, the 6th of July, Economy Minister Natya Trunava presented a 10-year development plan that covers 12 main areas of focus, including investment, attraction, and small business empowerment. In order to maintain a high rate of economic growth, the plan aims to double Georgian exports by 2025. According to the Prime Minister, a predictable political economic environment is one of the main objectives of the government, which is considering the current pandemic situation still remains one of the biggest challenges of the country. Positive economic note is that air traffic recovery dynamics in Georgia is rapidly returning to its most active period since 2019. According to the Civil Aviation Agency, 74% of flights were restored. The EU and EBRD increased their funding for Georgian micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises. EBRD 10 million euro loan is intended to boost competitiveness both on the local markets and internationally. The loan was signed by EBRD managing financial institutions Francis Malinge, General Director ProCredit Bank Alex Matua, and Director of the ProCredit Bank Zainab Lomashvili. Financing serves to allow companies to modernize their production and adopt EU standards. Funding is part of the EU for Business EBRD credit line. Since the start of the initiative back in 2016, about 170 companies have benefited in sectors ranging from manufacturing, hospitality, agriculture, and medical services. From the Central Elections Commission, the candidates for the chairmanship and membership of the CEC have been selected. As you may remember from last week's show, the previous head, Tamar Shvanya, resigned. As she stated during her resignation, the new head of the commission should be elected in line with the EU-mediated agreement interview. The process to select the new head started on Wednesday of this week, and by the end of the week, selected candidates will be presented to the president. Last week on Friday, the U.S. State Department published the 2021 Trafficking in Persons Report. According to the report, the Georgian government has maintained the highest level of fighting trafficking. Georgia is the only Eastern Partnership country in the first tier fighting trafficking. Want to know more about anti-trafficking efforts in Georgia? We've got an article in the notes. This week, the largest ever cleanup of Georgia's Black Sea coastline took place. The group of volunteers worked over two days to collect the waste. According to organizers, around 30,000 square meters worth of consumer waste have been cleaned up. We'll close today with sharing some of the week's successes in sports and the arts. Georgia's animated film Abandoned Village, directed by Mariam Kapanadze, received both the Jury Award and the Audience Award at the Paris International Animation Film Festival. And in sports world... On the 7th of July, Georgia's national women's team claimed gold in a tense fight against the Ukrainian team at the Wheelchair Fencing World Championship in Warsaw. Congrats, ladies. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends, let us know your thoughts and ideas, leave a review. 
send us an email with your recommendations or questions at podcast at rorschach.com. Nachvam dies, Mego Brebo. 